Welcome to the Strand Baptist Church podcast. New episodes will be made available every weekday for the full duration of the lockdown here in South Africa. For more information, please visit our website at www.strandbaptist.org.za. Thank you for joining us and welcome. We are about to dive into the 12th century uh, this morning and if you can hear... Through the recording, you might be able to hear the rain falling very, very hard today. And uh, trust that you are keeping warm and safe and drinking all the hot chocolate that you can find in this weather. Now, in the 12th century, we have the church reaping the bitter fruits of the Great Schism in the 11th century. Signs of this division continued to appear across the landscape. One consequence of this division was the unfortunate series of Christian military campaigns known as the Crusades. These expeditions, incited by the Pope and backed by various kingdoms of the West, sought to combat the threat of Islam and retake Jerusalem and the Holy Land of Palestine. The first crusade began in the last few years of the 11th century, and subsequent crusades were launched throughout the 12th century. The second crusade, that was about 1145 to 1149, was incited by the famous monk Bernard of Clairvaux, who declared, and I quote here, Pagans must not be slain, if they may by other means be prevented from oppressing the faithful, However, it is better they should be put to death than, than that the rod of the wicked should rest on the lot of the righteous. The righteous fear no sin in killing the enemy of Christ. Christ's soldier can securely kill and more safely die. When he dies, it profits him. When he slays, when he kills, it profits Christ. End quote. So rather than relying on the spiritual weapons of faith and love, prayer, uh, the gospel in evangelism and good works, the church looked to political, military and financial might to answer the threat of Islam. It was thought from their perspective that the only language the Islamic forces would understand was the language that they themselves spoke, the language of war and blood and violence. The crusaders failed to understand that Christ commands his people to speak a different language. Our means and our ends should be those of Jesus Christ. Ours should be a language of love, of humility, of grace and peace in the name of Christ. Not violence, slaughter and retribution. Regrettably, the crusaders did not distinguish Eastern Christians and Jews from their Muslim overlords. And so they too were assailed with fire and sword. In the end, the Crusades failed to achieve their announced objectives, and they are a dark stain on the Christian church. Now one noteworthy figure from the 12th century was Peter Abelard, perhaps more famous for his love affair with Heloise than for his theology. However, he was a very influential theologian of his day. 
excuse me, he taught a substantially different view of the atonement than Anselm in the 11th century by asserting that man is saved by the extraordinary demonstration of God's love in Jesus Christ. He said that such de demonstration should overwhelm us and cause us to respond to God in faith. So from his perspective, the cross was nothing but a picture of God's pure love. And in this, he denied that, that God took on the sin of his people. Abelard failed to see the, that what is amazing about the love of God is that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Scripture connects God's love and propitiation. 1 John 4.10 says, Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us, and He sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. If Christ's death is not a satisfaction for sin, then it is merely an extravagant gesture of God's love. Another noteworthy figure in the 12th century, or rather a noteworthy movement, was the origin in France of the Waldenses and the Waldensian movement, founded by Peter Waldo, who preached in Lyon in, from 1170 to 1176. And he gathered followers known as poor men, because they stressed poverty and the simplicity of life. The Waldenses objected to many of the errors and corrupt practices of the Western Church later targeted by the Reformers in the 16th century. They soon spread beyond France after being placed under a papal ban in 1184, and they endured many centuries of bitter persecution. Now many lessons can be learned from this period in history. We have again the lesson that when the agenda of the world becomes the agenda of the church, the church's true calling is cast aside. The church is not to be a military force. Now, although the church of the 12th century fell into this error, its light was not extinguished. God did not leave himself without a witness. Christ did not forsake his church. And ultimately, we need to remind ourselves to bow at Christ's feet, to humble ourselves, to follow Christ's agenda, to live a gospel-centered lifestyle, speaking the language of peace, love, grace, and mercy as witnesses to a broken world. God bless. Mm -hmm.